Hey guys, welcome back to the Live with Lexi Howell podcast. My name is Lexi Howell and I'm so excited to have a conversation with you guys today. Y'all, I've got a special guest and a longtime friend with me on the podcast. I'm so excited to have a conversation with Mr. Creston Parker. What's up, Creston? How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So let's do a little bit of a backstory on um, who you are and uh, why I have you on the podcast today. So I'll start with mine and then I want you to introduce yourself to the to the people. So Creston and I have known each other for a very, very long time and just grown up in church together, grown up in school together. So we go way back and I'm just so excited to see all the things the Lord's doing in your life, Creston, and all the things that you get to share with the people today. So that's just a little quick backstory that we do know each other from way back, but there's so many good and new things that the Lord is doing in your life right here and right now. And I can't wait for you to talk about it. So before we get into that, introduce yourself to the people. Yeah, what's up, guys? Yeah, I'm Creston Parker, like Lexi said, uh, from Smithfield, North Carolina. Um, I currently am enrolled at NC State University. I'll be a senior uh, coming in the fall. And I will be graduating a semester early in December with um, my degree will be in sport management and then a minor in economics. Um, I'm currently um, working for the Durham Bulls baseball team with an internship. Uh, so that's a good experience. It's some long nights, but it's all it's got to be done. Um, and yeah, my family, we're close knit family. I love being, hanging with my family. I love just spending time with my family. And I do have a girlfriend, Macy Price. Hey, Macy, if you watch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, like Lexi said, we grew up together. Uh, we went to the same church and um, all the way through high school. First grade through senior year was a long time, right, Lexi? She, yeah. dealt, she dealt with me a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a good time. We love New Charter. Uh, and yeah, I'm just excited to see what the Lord's going to do through this conversation. And hopefully I can stir up in the hearts of some people to just get ready for what, what we're going to talk about. I don't want to spill any beans, but you know. <laughs> true, true. We'll get into all that the Lord is doing in your life and all the things. Um, it is so cool to be able to see another young person living for Jesus. And I think that is why it's so cool to have you on the podcast, because we have walked through life together in school and just seen like the ups and downs of just tweens and teens. And now here we are where we get to live for Jesus as young adults. So I'm so excited and pumped that you are rocking with the Lord and doing the things that he's called you to do. And we are going to jump into what the Lord is doing in your life right here and right now. You mentioned that you are in college and there has been some crazy college experiences I'm sure you have had on campus, but there have been some amazing things that you've been a part of so far. And one of those things is crew. Can you talk to us a little bit about what crew is? Yeah. Uh, first off, I'll just say my family and I are pretty emotional people. And so if like, if you see me start tearing up, don't judge me. Okay. It's just, you cry about something you're passionate about. That's what I've always heard. So, um, yeah, so crew, crew is, formerly known and is still known as Campus Crusade for Christ. So if you don't know what crew is, um, if you've ever heard of Campus Crusade for Christ, it's the exact same thing. We just like to give it a little lingo. So like 
we can sound cool on college campuses, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a community that's passionate about uh, connecting people to Jesus Christ and especially students. Um, we do that. We our goal is to fulfill the Great Commission, which we see in Matthew 28. Right. And that's to go and build, uh, make disciples, sending them out into the nation. So crew has this motto of if we do this through three steps, winning, we call it win, build, send. So we win students to Christ. We build them up in their faith and we send them out to build, win and build other students. And it's just a continuous process. And it, let me tell you, Lexi, it is crazy. The, the things that I see students um, coming out of and just getting to know God on a more personal level and um, just how he can work in their lives. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a campus ministry. Um, we try, our goal is to reach all what's well, over 200 million college students um, across the, the world and across the globe. And we have, we do more than just campus ministry. We do summer mission. So for example, um, we have someone on summer mission right now in Africa and um, yeah, and that's just from NC state. So like there's crews on every campus, um, every campus in North Carolina. I can't say every campus, sorry, but a lot of campuses, I won't say every campus cause I'm not hundred percent sure, but if you're looking for, crew in general you probably be able to find it um and it's the sets our goal is this, another goal that we have is to set students up for a lifelong relationship in the walk with jesus christ mm -hmm. and um just try to set them up with that and get them ready for life outside of college because yeah. um once you graduate you're in the real world like they always say once you graduate high school you're in the real world but once you graduate college you're really in the real world <laughs> For sure. 100%. What I love about crew and just all that you guys are doing is that when you get to college, it's a whole new experience. Okay. You are away from your parents. You are away from what you've known. You're stepping into something new and in stepping into something new, not all of those new things are good things, you know? And so crew is like standing in the gap of saying, Hey, you're not where you used to be in like the comfort, but like, we're going to like equip you and love you and lead you to the right things when you're here on college. Not every college experience needs to be party and drinking and sex. Like you guys are standing in the gap and saying like, there's something more. There is someone who is greater than all these things. And the fact that you get to do this day in and day out with a group of people who love Jesus and want to see other people fall in love with Jesus is amazing. Like, I mean, I think that just shows the heart of Christ. Like the Lord is still on the throne. The Lord is still doing his thing and he's used Using people like you on different college campuses to proclaim his name and equip his people. Like some people just don't even know that the Lord loves them and wants to use them. And you guys are saying, no, like he does and he will. And you're being that person to like love them through it. Um, and it's just so amazing what you guys get to do. So tell us, since you are stepping into senior year, you've been there for a little bit. How did you get involved in crew? Yeah. So going into college, Let's see, a little senior year Creston at New Charter School. Uh, I was, so Lexi knows, and I'll go ahead and say it on here. I'm a huge North Carolina Tar Heels fan. I love the Tar Heels. So going to NC State, that was very difficult. But so I applied to five schools, uh, North Carolina Tar Heels, go Heels, uh, NC State, um, ECU, Campbell, and Liberty. Um, I got into all of them except North Carolina, my dream school. Um, so I was really bummed out 
but and I knew a lot of people that were going to ECU. So that would have been an easy option for me. Um, don't really have to like rebuild my friend group. I can just hang out with people that like I knew from church, I knew from co- uh, high school. Um, but after a lot of prayer, I saw that as an easy way out. And I'm not one to take the easy way. If I can tell that God's challenging me and what he's challenging me in right now, um, I'm going to try to go the hard route and go the, you know, the road less traveled, you know, <laughs> um, that that's what I, that's where I was out of high school. So here I am, don't know anyone at NC state. Um, I'm, there was two people from our graduating class that went there, but I wasn't really that connected with them as I was with other people. Um, and my dad, uh, Thomas, shout out T-Bone. Um, he, he was really like, he had heard of crew. Um, it's through a lady that her brother went to the high school with my brother. Her name was Hannah Spragans. Um, she was on staff with crew. And um, so he knew about it through her. Mm-hmm. and he knew it was a great ministry and he had heard all about it but like you said whenever you leave the house and you're going into college you want to be your own person yeah. so quite frankly I was ready to be my own person and I was ready to just go into college and with an open mindset of like okay my dad my mom like no no they're not I'm not under their control anymore I'm my own person I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do with my life and like crew if he's shoving it down my throat which he wasn't but like you know a high school student you're like oh he's shoving it down my throat if he's shoving it down my throat I'm not gonna do it because that's the that's the attitude I had um so I'm just sitting there at my dorm I had just moved in my parents just left me we went we went and ate at Carolina Ale House in Garner and then I drove back to campus I could not find my parking spot (laughs) um well I found my parking spot but I couldn't it was a two mile walk from my parking spot to my dorm. And I did not know that. And I was lost. My phone was dead. It was bad, a bad experience. I got to my dorm. Uh, I was doing a little bit of uh, these classes that NC state makes you take like some sexual harassment and drug abuse classes and stuff like just, you're supposed to do it before your first day of class. And I just put it off. And so I was sitting there doing it. All of a sudden I get a text from a girl named Abby Lampy. Lexi, you know Abby. Abby. Yeah. <laughs> he actually shout out Abby because she just won the, I don't know if you saw it, the cheese yeah. roll contest in that England. That girl dominated. I'm so proud yeah. of her. <laughs> She's crazy. But she, so I get a text from Abby and she says, Hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm sitting in my dorm, like doing these sexual harassment videos. And she's like, I'm outside your dorm. Hey, I don't know how she knew what dorm I was living in. She said, I'm outside your dorm. Come get in the car. We're going to a parking deck to play spike ball. Wow. I said, okay, I can do that spike ball thing. Like I, I played a little bit of sports in high school. Like, I'm pretty athletic, you know? <laughs> so I get in the car with Abby. We pick up uh, another person on the way and we go to this parking deck and we stay out there for probably three, two and a half to three hours. Um, just playing spike ball, hanging out. And we get in the car after, and I was like, man, Abby, that was such a good time. Like, what was that? Like, if y'all do that often? She was like, yeah, that was crew. Um, we, we just, like, we go and play spike ball on a parking deck after we do a large group service and stuff like that. And I was like, like, that was crew? Like, my dad has been talking about crew, and I was expecting them to be like, 
carrying their Bible around campus, just telling you how horrible you are and how great God is, which God's great, you know, but like (laughs) at that point I was like, man, like the music they were listening to, like, and just the community that they were having, you would not, if you were just walking by, you would not be able to tell like, man, that's crew. Like, oh, there's those guys over there. They all got their Bible out 24 seven. They're just talking about, John 3.16 and Philippians 4.13, you know, like, I was like, man, like, that was really fun. And that's what I want my college career to be. And so um, I ended up going to a Bible study with, um, so the way crew at NC State works, we do Bible studies in campuses, and that's to help build community inside, I mean, in your dorm, sorry. And that's a way to build community inside your dorm. So it's not just like you're relying fully on your Bible study leader to um, set up things for y'all to do. So like I went to a Bible study, um, at a dorm and my Bible study leader, his name was Chandler Lassiter. I don't know if you know Chandler, he is actually from Smithfield and his wife now, Laura Price, she used to work at Chick-fil-A with Lexi and I, I don't oh my know. Gosh, yes. yeah. And so I showed a Bible study and Chandler's there. And like, the only connection we have is that we're both from Smithfield. And it like, just in that instant, we were like, all right, we're best friends. Like <laughs> I need you to walk me through college. He was majoring in sport management. Like it was, it was just a God thing that we lined up and because we never really spoke, we knew of each other. Uh, I think my sister, I mean, his sister actually graduated with my brother at triple S again. And so like, it was just all these little things. Um, but that's really how I got involved with crew was through Abby Lampy Chandler and uh, even like my dad and Hannah, just like that. He knew that she was working there. And so I've heard of it. Um, and then just another thing that crew at NC State does is we do something called Wolfpack Welcome Week. Um, and that's what NC State does. Mm-hmm. Um, and crew just plays our goal. I know this now. I didn't know it then. But for the first 14 days of students being on campus, we want something every night, like a good Christ-centered community every night for almost 14 days straight, just to give students an outlet away from the drug sex party, like that you're good that you usually see like on a movie or something we want them to have something away from that um so yeah and another thing that i love about crew is that it is as big especially crew at nc state when i say crew sorry i'm not talking for crew national like from here on out i'll probably be talking about crew at nc state um but what one thing i love about crew is that it is as big or as small as you make it so Mm -hmm. if you're if you're very because NC State crew has the biggest crew, Campus Crusade for Christ in the country. Um, we So before COVID, we were at 800 to 1,000 students at our large group meetings that we have every Thursday night. Um, Post-COVID, we're probably around six to 700. Mm-hmm. But so that's the large aspect. So if you're not intimidated like myself, we went to a large church, you know, we went to a, a large youth group. So I'm not intimidated by that. I actually thrive in that type of setting. Um, so I, I go to every event that crew has. If, if they're doing something, I'm going. Um, and then, but we also have, like I said, those small group Bible studies and those one-on-one discipleship conversations where if you're just intimidated by 800 people being in a room together, that's fine. Like go to a, go to a Bible study, go to, um, go hang out with your Bible study in your dorm and just get to know them on a more personal level. And then like, it's as big or as small as you want it to be. And I love that about crew. Wow. I think that's amazing. There's so many good things that you talked about in there that crew does. Um, and 
crew really just showcases and what's so beautiful i feel like what you're sharing is that you kind of have to approach college kids a little bit different than you would some adults or even kids like we're just different we're made different we're trying to discover ourselves our purpose our life all of that and so you can't like approach them with a Bible in one hand and like pointing your finger in the other. That's really not going to bring them to Christ or at least they ain't going to like Jesus like you want them to be. But like for you guys to say, hey, we're going to play games. We're going to like hang out. We're going to get to know you. And then if you don't like the large setting, there's something smaller. I love the flexibility that crew offers for people because we all have different personalities. But like you said, we're used to the big group. Okay. Like the bigger, the better pretty much is how we go. Um, But to have those small intimate gatherings are amazing too. Like the discipleship one-on-one so special. And I love that, that you guys get to do that day in and day out. So now you were like an attendee. Now you're a leader. So what exactly do you do personally um to help students know jesus like is there something that you are you a leader in your dorm or what exactly do you do right now yeah so like you said my freshman year i was just attending uh and then just once one day i don't remember the day of the week but i got a text from chandler my bible study leader and he's like hey can you meet me for lunch today and like you said if you're a college student you're you're getting pulled in with different things if someone says lunch and he's going to pay for it you show up like if there's free food involved you're there if there's a free t-shirt you're there like right. um so he said he said hey you want to grab lunch and i was like absolutely like i'm always looking for someone to eat lunch and he was like i really can see like god working in your life and um like i think you would make a really great bible study leader mm-hmm. and so the way we do things at crew is when you're a freshman just get plugged in we don't want you to serve and like we want you to serve, but get get your feet wet, get plugged in first. Your sophomore year, if you felt like if you're going to be a Bible study leader, which you have to go through a whole process and like um, a couple of different interviews and stuff just to make sure your relationship with God is where it needs to be and that you need to be serving in this um, in this capacity. Um, but so your freshman year, you're just there your sophomore year you're gonna lead bible study if you're leading the bible study you lead freshmen and then that is your group so i have been leading freshmen or guys since my freshman i mean my sophomore year Mm -hmm. and i led those guys last year like so that's to create that more community christ-centered community that you can do life with people um and so this year going into my senior year i'll be servant like i'll still be a bible study leader with those same guys that i was uh pouring into their freshman year and now they're juniors and four of them are leading Bible studies of their own. So yeah, it's, it's just a great, it's like a family, you know, um, just family tree. So like actually the guys that my Bible, the guys in my Bible study, the kids in their Bible study, they call me like grandpa, like what's up grandpa, (laughs) you know, uh, it's because it's just like that family tree mindset of like, and it's so encouraging to see that I've poured into others. And so they're now pouring into other people. Um, but going into my senior year, last year, I did, if you're a Bible study leader, you have to do discipleship every week. And that's just for accountability purposes and for um, just to check in on you and make sure you're doing all right. Because life is hard, uh, especially life in college with classes and, um, and it's okay to not be okay. And we just want you to, um, like, we want you to have a place where you can be in a one-on-one setting and you can just tell 
someone how they're how you're doing and how is God working in your life and how can we pray for you and stuff like that. Um, so in one of my discipleship things, I was in discipleship with a guy named Todd Smith. Uh, he was like, hey, I've been praying, sort of almost the exact same conversation with Chandler my freshman year. He was like, I've really been praying about this and I can see God working in your life in ways that like, we don't really see that often. He was like, um, would you be interested in doing something with crew called part-time staff, like part-time field staff? Um, and heard that and I heard staff at the end of it. And I was like, I don't know if I can do all that. <laughs> like, um, I, I, there's no way that I'm like, worthy of that there's no way that like crescent me I can't do that yeah. um, and so I was like I'll pray about it Todd but let me get back with you <laughs> so I get home um and I'm staring I'm staying at a house this is another thing cool thing about crew at NC State we have a house um called the Royal House and it has been in the crew family it's passed down through like 10 or 11 years of just generations so every year someone moves out so this coming year I'll move out I'll graduate as a senior and another guy from crew that either a freshman, I mean, a sophomore or junior will move in and he gets the chance to like experience that house. And we host like house parties and stuff, watch parties for football games. And it's all just Christ centered community. And you get to facilitate that. And so I get back to the Royal house and um, my roommate is actually doing part-time field staff. Like this, he did it last year and his name's Sam. And Sam was like, Hey, uh, I don't know like what you and Todd just talked about, but God's like, I, I sort of see that you, you could probably serve at a larger capacity and like you can really impact freshmen next year and students for Christ. And I was like, okay, like obviously something's stirring up, but I don't really see right now. Um, I said, let me just pray about it. So I prayed about it and um, yeah, I'll be, so I've accepted the position with crew to serve, um, part-time staff next year yeah I'm, I'm really excited um about this next step um in my walk with God it's so so awesome just to be able to um be able to pour into students like I've been poured into um yeah I'm just really encouraged about that yeah <laughs> that's amazing though I mean and you can like feel the excitement and the impact that crew has made on you and then to see like the same way that crew has impacted you and you just want to impact other students it this is a domino effect of and, and you just see the lord's like love throughout the entire thing it's so amazing it's so encouraging for me to hear and i know for those listening and watching right now just to see again i mean we're both young but like a young person a young guy living for Jesus, planting roots in him, leading and loving other people so that they can know how much the Lord loves them. Like this is something, this is unfortunately kind of rare, you know, and to see that you are stepping into what the Lord has called in the beginning of time, like this is what he wanted you to do. And you're stepping into that. It's just so mind blowing. And I think for anybody listening, whether you're a college student grown up or anywhere in between, it's just the Lord has a plan for you, like he says in his word, and he wants to fulfill all of that through you. Um, and so he may stir it in some hearts of other people that he might not be stirring in your heart at the time, but like he will get you where he wants you. And you just got to be willing to like say yes and to take the jump. And it's not always easy and convenient and comfortable, but Christ is none of those things, but he is good and he is loving. So 
I love that. Um, but I want you to talk about the importance of Christian organizations on college campuses. Like why should there be Christ-centered organizations here on college campus? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, I'll go ahead and say this before we dig into this. There are so many good ministries on campus. I just found one of them. And um, like there, there's crew, there's um, Young Life, there's so many different ones, especially at NC State, there's Summit College. Um, so yes, I love crew, but like, I just wanted to make sure that was clear. Like there are other ones, if crew is not for you, we don't, we don't care about numbers. We want you to have a relationship with Jesus. So we're going to help you find the one that's right for you. And we want you to be plugged in with them and serve with them and get to know God through them. So yeah, that's just where I'll start before I go into the importance of college ministries. Um, but it's just the competition, honestly. At the end of the day, when you're a freshman coming onto campus or anyone going onto campus, you don't even have to be a freshman. There, as soon as you walk step foot on that campus, there's going to be so many things competing for your attention mm -hmm. and competing for your heart and your mind. And like, whether it be drugs, sex, alcohol, partying, um, so many other things, pornography, so many other things, like they're all competing for that one spot in your heart. That's going to pull your mind and probably direct your, um, your college career. Yeah. Um, but all of those things that I just listed and many more, are going to leave you feeling one way and that's empty and that's feeling like you you're never going to be satisfied um with those things and there's two words that we see in the bible probably like not probably over 30 times at least and those two words are but god mm -hmm. um god is at work on college college campuses he is at work on um in mission fields like he is also competing for your mind and he is the one that will never leave you empty. Yeah. There's, there's a God sized hole in your mind and in your heart that only Christ center community or a relationship with him is going to fill and never leave you wanting more or leave you empty. Um, so yeah, that's why college ministries on campuses are so important. Um, and just to show you that like the competition is real when I was like in my story, when I was going into camp, like college, there was so many things that could have competed, like were competing for my mind. I'll honestly say like when I was going to school, there were so many things competing for my mind, girls, uh, partying, drinking. Like I had never been introduced to that type of setting before. Um, and quite frankly, I was like ready to be introduced to that. Mm -hmm. But God sought me out and he's seeking college students out every day. And he wants to have that relationship with you and fill that void in your heart that only he can fill. Um, but without ministries, we're just going to continue to see statistics of students who go to uh, go to churches from their time of birth all the way up to their senior year of high school and then just drop off. Mm -hmm. And there's a there's while crew at NC State and so many colleges have so many students going to their events and getting plugged in with their ministry and like that type of stuff, we're still missing such a large percentage. And that like, that's more heartbreaking to me than it is in like almost, I'm not going to say it's more heartbreaking. It's almost as heartbreaking to me, that percentage. And it is encouraging when I see people come into crew, mm -hmm. um, just knowing that like 
we have a thousand people come into our large group meeting and there's 2,300 other 23,000 other students on campus and we're missing them. Like, that's why it's so important to me that people just get plugged into a college ministry um, and why they're so important in camp on campuses in the first place. Yeah. For sure. I think that's amazing. And it is so true. There is a war waging for our attention. The Bible talks about that. And there is the Lord. He's fighting for your attention, for your heart. And then there's the enemy. Like we have an enemy and he does not want us to succeed in any way. And college is that time where he kind of goes in the front lines and he is really manipulating our minds. He is distracting our focus. And so it's so cool that you with crew are standing in the gap and saying, hey, I know there's a lot of things trying to take your attention, but if you focus on Jesus, like I promise you, you're actually going to find everything you're looking for because everything we want, we truly want is found in the Lord. And so it's so cool to see that you are stepping into what the Lord has called you to do and you're doing it through crew and you are just thriving in what the Lord is doing through your life. It's so cool to see. I am so excited and proud of you. And I know that those who are watching and listening are going to be deeply encouraged by your story and by what the Lord's doing and hopefully take the step that they need so that they can grow in Jesus also. Um, before we go, I would love to um, just end this in prayer. And if you don't mind just praying for the people who are listening, and then I'll let y'all go. All right. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Hey, God, uh, we just come to you just with, we just want to slow down and take time to just realize all of your attributes and your love and your kindness and your grace and your mercy and all these things that we don't deserve because we are sinners. And without you, we just continue to fall short of the standard that you've set. Um, but God, just like Lexi just said, like I'm standing in the gap for students, you stood in the gap for me and you closed that gap. And because of you, we are able to experience eternal life through you and your son, um, Jesus. God, I do pray for everyone that is listening to this podcast. And I pray for that you just stir in their hearts um, in a way that only you can do. Um, and just continue to um, just work through Lexi and her viewers and the people that are listening to her podcast. Um, God, I just I want to thank you for crew and all that is meant to me. And I thank you for um, all those names that I've said today and so many more. Um, God, my closest friends have came from this organization and, um, and it's just been so encouraging to see you work, um, in this, the lives of the guys in my Bible study and, um, just continuing to see you work now as I am going out in part-time staff. Um, God, I just pray that, like I said, I pray that you tug at the hearts of, um, these viewers and that they're come to know you through this conversation and that I thank you for blessing this conversation. I thank you for being with us and um, God, just thank you for easing my nerves and um, just giving me the words to say. And I hope that I've touched one, you've touched one soul through the words that I've said, um, God, and then we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you again, Carson, for being up here, sharing your heart, sharing your story. It is amazing. And hey, we may have you up here again just to continue to go through the journey with you because what the Lord's doing in your life is so, 
so special. And I am just truly like proud of you just because growing up together, knowing how far you've come, knowing how far I've come and Jesus getting us there. Like that yeah. is, <laughs> that is basically it. We've done nothing. God has done everything. I'm so proud of you. I'm so thankful for you. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. All right. I will see you guys in the next episode. I love y'all so much. Bye guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. I hope it has been an encouragement to you that you've had a moment to laugh and also a moment to learn about God's goodness. This is what this podcast is made to do, to encourage you and to equip you in the Christian faith so that you can live it out as best as you can. If you are watching me right now on YouTube, please be sure to like and subscribe. Leave any comments or questions that you have down below and I'll be sure to get back with you. I wanna have a conversation with you. I want to hear your heart. If you're listening to me through podcasts, please be sure to subscribe and to give it five stars. Amen. Because that also helps my podcast out so, so much to get it out to as many people as possible. So I'd love your feedback. I would love to hear from you. I would love it all. So please be sure to like, to subscribe if you're on YouTube and to subscribe and to rate if you're listening to me through podcasts and share this with any and everyone so that they can be encouraged as well. There's a lot of things that the Lord is doing through this ministry. One of those things is through book writing. I have written my book called Dear Broken Girl, and it is a book to encourage you again in the faith and just give you some guiding steps on how to grow and your relationship with the Lord. I talk about personal stories and it's just here to be relatable, to be real so that you can live out the best life that you have been created to live. You can get your copy on Amazon, but if you want a signed copy, you can send me a message on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook at Dear Broken Girl. Let me know you want a copy and I will send one your way. I've also got one of the brand new books out and it is called Pretty Brown Girl, God Loves You. It is my first children's book. I'm so excited to share this with you guys. It is available for pre-order at Walmart and Amazon, Books A Million, Barnes and Noble. All you gotta do is look up Pretty Brown Girl, God Loves You and go ahead and get your copy, okay? I'm so excited to share this with you guys and I'm so thankful again for your support, for your comments, um, and for your prayers. So before I let you go, let's pray. Father, I'm so thankful for the people who are listening to me. It is not by accident nor by coincidence that they are hearing me right now that we've had a conversation today, but it is by your divine interruption and by your divine nature and love for us that we've been able to have a conversation about your goodness and grace. I pray nothing but your holiness and your goodness, your provision and your protection over those who are listening to me. Would you bless them? Would you use them according to your will for your glory and their good? We love you so much, Lord. You are good and holy. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.